What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Anonymous, the author, a.k.a. Anonymous Rap Guy, and I am back with another interview with Ohio BBW Network. Today, we have the awesome, the cool, the chill as hell, Miss uh, Epiphany Sep, or going by her new, her real alias, Shawana. How are you doing today? Nice to meet you. <laughs> thank you. I'm doing amazing. Like, thank you for Hey, We're happy to have you, man. Definitely uh, posted, a, posted a picture, like reposted uh, something that you had and got a bunch of likes, a bunch of interactions. So definitely wanted to reach out to you and uh, get you on the show. Okay. Thank you so much. Yes. So, and uh, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, and thank you. Like I said, I'm so excited. So thank you. <laughs> so uh, I figured today we would just get to know you a little bit, ask you a couple introductory questions, and uh, just see what it's all about, and uh, just catch a vibe with you. How's that sound? Okay, that's great. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, first of all, let's go. I like you just you just told me, so I feel like we need to let everybody know you're trying to transition into your actual name and not the yeah. alias that you have online. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah, because I wrote a novel. And I'm trying to uh, publish some more stuff. And I really would rather use my real name. Mm. And my real name also, I think, would be easier to be more searchable. I'm trying to spam myself on YouTube. So I think using my real name would help people find me much faster than Big Beautiful Heart or Epiphany. Because those are common names. Mm -hmm. So by using my real name, I could get more people to come to my YouTube channel as I spend it. Mm -hmm. And also as I market my fashion, it would be easier. They can easily identify me as this name because my name is not that common even though it has some people has it you can easily google me and find me mm -hmm. and it won't be a bunch of me popping up but if i put epiphany you're gonna get a bunch of church stuff <laughs> <laughs> I, <get you. laughs> I didn't start, even think about that is that what you get a lot <laughs> yeah so not the best name for if you're trying to reach you know out of a certain niche i need to go back a name that's more easily to be recognized and mm. I at first I was I wasn't trying to show myself because you know I'm a teacher as well and I didn't really want my students to know me but mm. alas my students already found me so I'm like <laughs> okay time to move on they well, know that cats me. out of the bag okay <laughs> cats out the bag they, they mentioned it like Lisa once a day hey I saw your Instagram and I'm like uh you must be one of my fans right <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you click follow. <laughs> Thank you, You're like, uh, no, we ain't your fan. <laughs> but you're mentioning my page. You must be my fan. Right, right. They had to <laughs> scroll through, right. Exactly. Like, thanks for following. And then they don't want to talk about it. That's how I get them to change subjects. So if not, they would be like, you famous. You on Instagram. You got followers. You got TikTok. I see your teachers. I'd be like, come on. What does that have to do with what you're learning today? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. Get back to your studies. Get back to your studies. Exactly. I'm not on your test. What what class do you teach, if you don't mind? Or I it... teach reading and social studies. No joke. Do you have a passion well, for it? Like, do you have a passion for teaching or a passion for social studies? I really studies? do. And it has been kind of hard to blend teaching and um social media you know because you have to be kind of careful mm -hmm. it has actually hindered some of what i could do on social media because i've been really so careful as a teacher right and but i love teaching i love kids learning i mean i get frustrated with it but <laughs> i get passionate about it as well it's one of those things it's like a teacher is like a mother a good teacher is like a mother or father like you love those kids mm. 
But there's some days you wouldn't mind letting them be at the babysitter for a while. Right. <laughs> or knocking them upside the head. No, I definitely feel <laughs> I know, I know. Like, you can't do it. But sometimes you're like, I wish you was my child. Right. <laughs> and the kids, you can joke with them like that. And they know you're joking. They'd be like, I wish you was my child. They're like, why? So you can hit me? <laughs> I, I said, I just say that. I just say that. I just thought it. <laughs> but no, for the most part, you know, the kids are, they just need a lot of love and attention. They just, because you're with them all day. Mm-hmm. You know, they see you more sometimes than they see their own parents, and they just want that love and that parental thing. And mm-hmm. so sometimes they aggravate you to get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they definitely want the attention. Yeah. So they <laughs> aggravate you to get the love. They'll just be like, I'm going to get this comes high attention some kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> they might get on your nerves, but hey, it's what. Huh? What'd you say? I said positive and negative. I'm getting attention. That's how they feel. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, but it's true. It's absolutely true. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. So I do, you know, that's my favorite thing. <laughs> how long you been teaching? I feel like I teach on Instagram either, either, you know, like mm. I just I might do body positivity, but it's teaching. <laughs> right, absolutely. You illustrate the people that's teaching. Yeah. How long have you been teaching now? A years. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> okay. All time. And a lot of my students, they'll be like talking to me like I'm their age. I'm like, listen, you know, old enough to be, you know, I'll just say some stuff like that. And they're like, <laughs> they still don't care. But like the whole point, like me, I'll just, I, I've been teaching for a long time, but I took a break from it for two years mm-hmm. and I focused on social media and mm-hmm. um, my social media was just blowing up, blowing up. Yeah. And uh, I just took a break from social media because I could, I couldn't parallel, you know, Social media fame and teaching is some it's very difficult. Right. Absolutely. You have to be very careful with it and you have mm-hmm. to do it in a way that you can transition into both. So I and being a body positivity advocate, mm-hmm. it would be much more easy for me to get engagement if I did certain things right. that drew the attention, but I have to be very careful because right. I really like teaching these little babies. I made right. fun of them. <laughs> Bloody little babies. <laughs> <laughs> And they know I love them deep inside. They, they know. Mm. And they stay in my face all day. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> they do. Aggravate me, but you're still <laughs> so, so sweet. Though. So, contrarily, how long how long have you been modeling then? Like you said, you took a year. Uh, two years I, I took, I've been modeling off and on for years, too. But like I said, I've limited what I could do because of my teaching. It's like, you know, most of the time I get, I, I've turned down a lot of modeling gigs and modeling opportunities because I wanted to teach. Right. And and they wanted me to wear thong, not thongs, but lingerie or right, right. Music. something, yeah, something or, skimpy, right? Yeah, and with the kind of body I have, that's the first type of modeling that they. And most models have to do something a little skimpy, you know, mm-hmm. just slim models or whatever. It's it's it is what it is. However, I just couldn't do it. I mean, I'm like either do that or don't teach, right. and I want to do both. So I, I turned more into being more of a social influencer mm-hmm. and I didn't really do it to make money as much as just to help the world be a better place. Right. And I, cause I, so I use it to be a humanitarian mm-hmm. project, but I do also market my fashion design through mm-hmm. my social media outlets. Yeah. I see, I see a lot of your posts are about like uh, body positivity and mental awareness, mental strength. Like I saw you posted the, uh, like, um, domestic violence and i saw that post that you did a couple of days ago and that was a really powerful post like, like i just want to say shout outs to you for taking like something you know taking not something speaking on something so passionate that you know people talk about that you see everywhere but um really takes effects on people's lives so 
Uh, let's start touching on your the humanitarian side of your uh, on the social media. Like, what made you what made you take that stance and not just doing modeling, but also trying to to you know be a, a role model in, in a sense? Yeah, because my goal was to my. I always feel like I had a gift, and I I knew that I was beautiful to a lot of people, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, it's two ways to do it. You can just use your gift to benefit yourself, mm-hmm. and you use your gift to help others. Mm-hmm. Like ideally is you can make it profitable for yourself and for others right. to me that's the best balance Absolutely. Um, so I wanted to use my gift of my beauty and the men and women attracted to me to be a light in the world to to help the world be a better place because I feel like that's the truest legacy you can live on this earth is mm-hmm. a life well lived a life well loved you know where you gave out love out of your heart and you actually did try to be nice and I mean not within reason obviously but right, right. you try to be nice to people and you try to be kind because mm-hmm. I felt like if you do that that's your truest legacy Absolutely. everything else is temporary is illusionary I, mm-hmm. I've met people who were super rich and very miserable and I met people who were super poor and very miserable <laughs> so it's like all an illusion you know even poverty doesn't lead to happiness wealth doesn't lead to happiness mm-hmm. legacy is not your money legacy is your impact so whether it be on a global scale or if it be on a small minute scale mm-hmm. you're still an impact and that's your goal is to do that Absolutely. that's my thought process so that's why i, I focus more on the, the less lucrative side and more on the humanitarian side mm-hmm. it's just what my passion is i will say i want to look back and say i help people right and I did it by the millions would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. By the millions. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let me ask you this. So you say that you are humanitarian by nature and that you definitely want to help people. Like, so in the next five to 10 years, if you continue down this path, like of amassing followers and amassing attention, is there any projects that you have in mind to like, you know, do GoFundMes or to do like a Patreon or anything like that to like raise money for like humanitarian projects. I'm trying to get myself more into like building my YouTube, building other things that can bring in more money for me. But right now my main focus is to build my fashion designs. Sometimes my fashion designs feels like it's anti-humanitarian, but it's not really because I... Why do you say that? I employ, it's not anti, you know, cause you're, it's capitalistic venture, you know, mm-hmm. you're actually, um, making money or you're selling a product. So sometimes people can say, well, Hey, you're doing this to sell your clothes. But for me, my clothes is more like my art form, just like poetry is my art form. Mm-hmm. And writing novels is my art form. It's an expression, so, right. Yeah. It's who I am. So, um, but when I do my the clothing design, that's my goal is that I get my clothing design to be huge. I would love to be like a Tom's mm-hmm. and just have my clothing designs be worn all over the world. But I also give money to deserving areas, to schools, to funding, something I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. So a wealthy humanitarian is the most powerful humanitarian on the earth right. because that person has the wealth and the means to actually do something for real. Mm-hmm. So that is something that I would love to see myself in five years be a multimillionaire that could actually mm-hmm. contribute and do something. At first, I used to I not love wealth that much. I used to shun wealth and even thought about being coming an aspect where you just kind of go into yourself and find your spiritual path. But then I said, no, I need money. Right. <laughs> I need money to come to me. Money come to me. Come right. to me. <laughs> 
and I can do opportunities and I can employ people and I can bring bring diversity to my brand and mm-hmm. do photo shoots and do shows with all kinds of people Absolutely. to show, hey, we can all vibe with each other. Right. Rich, black, poor, mm-hmm. white, mm-hmm. you know, people in the LGBTQIA community. Like, there's like, you could blend together. You don't have to hate on each other so much. So, right. That's something that I really want to do as well. I want to build a platform where diverse people can come into my page and feel safe. Right. I'm kind of like a Lizzo, I guess, but in my own form. I feel you. That's dope. That's dope. Mm-hmm. So on your YouTube, what kind of content will you be creating? I know you said you want to get one started. I, the thing is, I have a YouTube right now, and it's mm-hmm. mostly poetry. Okay. Uh, but I think my name is a whole back on it growing. It's, cause it should be much more larger than what it is. Mm-hmm. So that name, cause like I said, when you're searching a name, if it's something that is very commonly used, you're not going to pick up that person unless that person is a huge account. Right. Uh, so I think it's just my name would be the ideal. But not that actual page, but starting a new one. Mm-hmm. So I've been debating on whether I should start a page where I help students learn how to understand this material, mm-hmm. like materials. Right. I'll that might be more beneficial than it. But then I also thought about doing like a vlog where I'm describing like today, for example, I did a fashion show recruitment, you know, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, I'm doing that. Some people might be excited to know about that as well. Yeah, or, when I'm, or doing different things, networking, creating ideas. Maybe they may be interested. So I haven't decided yet. I know I definitely wanted it to be something where it helps people, but it also is lucrative. Like I said, mm-hmm. that's the ideal way to be. You're a wealthy humanitarian is mm-hmm. to me that's the ultimate goals. Um yeah. Yeah, I definitely would like to like after this we definitely should talk and I'll tell you about like a couple of resources I have. It's not a lot, but <laughs> just like um like I said, the podcast and everything, the small things that can be monetized that you know can grow into even more, you know, by all the followers you have. I mean, looking at your page, you got four hundred what is that? Four hundred sixty thousand. I'm like, yeah, they should definitely <laughs> I know. Definitely, they monetized some things I did. I did monetize mm-hmm. some things. But, you know, with me being the way I am, they want to see, sometimes they want to see more my body, you know, mm-hmm. high focus on my body. And like I said, with me being a teacher, mm-hmm. I got to navigate that well. I'm not going to oh, do. No, no, no. I think people will still, I think, I mean, I think they appreciate, obviously they appreciate the physical, obviously. I mean, that that's is what it's going to be. But I, I think people will still support you, like, as far as you selling clothes, as far as you still having other ventures outside of that. Because, like, people still think, just as an example, people think Beyonce is gorgeous and they love her frame and her figure, but they still support her through the music and they still support her with shows. So I'm sure even if you branch out and do, like, you know, like I said, I have a, um, I'm trying to get a Patreon going and that's funded, like, small things for me. So, like I say, with all your followers, I'm sure people would... Uh, would definitely support you. And like I said, we can talk after this and I can help you set it up. But yeah, you, I think okay, that would be dope. I appreciate that. That's an awesome idea. And yeah. I appreciate those ideas. So yes, definitely we will talk. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk, let's get into the clothes then. Let's get into the, the design <laughs> aspect of you. So clothes right here. <laughs> I see, I see. Right. <laughs> Take something off the rack. Let's see something. For, okay. For the, for the people watching us on YouTube. Hold on one second. So. Mm. I'm sitting on this thing that's in front of it, so it's a little low. Okay. Um, if I saw, watch out. If y'all see me get off this couch, y'all be interested. No, that might go viral. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go viral or I'm going to get shut oh, off yeah. YouTube. Uh, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a whole channel. See how long it takes her to get off the couch. 
that's one of the caveats I have in the the the, the hips and the thing. Uh-huh. That's it. Kind of weighs you down. I'd be like, okay, gravity working. <laughs> Got to get a roll going. I'm telling you. Exactly. You may have to swivel. Right. Okay. <laughs> this is actually something I um, I actually this is a I co-designed this with someone. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but my actual designs, I don't have them actually hanging up. But I can show you um, this piece right here that I love. I love this piece. This is a dashiki uh, crop top. Mm-hmm. And I really love it because I love dashiki. Like, I use African fabric. So that's another way it's humanitarian because mm-hmm. what I do is I, I'm employing people in Africa. Mm. I'm employing the fabric makers. I'm employing the seamstresses mm. and the production company. Mm-hmm. But I'm also... I like to play with the fabric and do it in ways that fits more my styling. Mm-hmm. So, and I like playful, cute crop tops, separates, and coordinates. Mm-hmm. So, this particular piece is a uh, a piece that has straps that can be tied in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. And it's a crop top, but it can be worn. So, I mean, and it's a little bit higher end because it's actually authentic mm-hmm. African fabric. Like you see this type of fabric all the time. Mm-hmm. But people oftentimes are getting it from places that's not from Africa. Right. So the quality is not as good. The colors aren't as vibrant. Absolutely. When you wash it, it's not going to sustain its durability as long because it's not authentic. Mm-hmm. This is authentic African fabric made in Africa by Africans, sewn by Africans. So we're supporting a third world country. I guess I'm starting my dream already. Yeah, I see, I see. I'm about to say you already out there. Do the daggone thing. <laughs> Yes, that's why I chose to work with. I really wanted to support the African because I I say the best way to give back to a country is to employ people in the country. I mean, absolutely. I mean, we might you know give donations to people, but you can do the same thing. They can buy my product and it's donating to people. You know, right. as I buy, as you buy from me, I get it made there for you, absolutely. and it's customizable. Mm-hmm. It's made for you as you ask, like it's made to order. Right. So you get made-to-order clothes at reasonable rates, at retail prices. Oh. And then it's like, you know, it's made in Africa with quality seamstresses because the tribe that makes my clothes uh, is the Igbo tribe, and they they were known for being seamstresses. Like, that's their tribal ancestry. So mm-hmm. people have, you know, tailors and seamstresses. They've been doing this for generations. That's dope. So how, yeah. if someone was to order, because I saw you have a website. When someone places an order through the website, does that go directly to you and then you ship it out or do you have it come from over there and they make it and ship it out? They will ship it out for me. Okay. And made to order. Like I literally do consultations mm-hmm. and I ask the person's measurements. I have them take their measurements. Mm-hmm. They can actually amend a, sign, a, side, a style. Like for example, they feel like, oh, I don't like this many straps or can you make my strap a little smaller mm-hmm. or you know, whatever design they would like, I can actually take that design and tell the manufacturer, hey, the customer wants this, the customer doesn't really want that, mm-hmm. then they will make it and then they will ship it out to the person. That's dope. That's dope. And they and people love it because it's made for them. Like right. how many times when you have clothes and you don't know if they're gonna fit, my clothes will fit you because mm-hmm. it's made for you on right. the spot. And you can feel like you're giving back to Africa. Like a lot of us love our African culture. And I mean I'm talking about not even just black people, all over mm-hmm. all kind of people love Africa. Right. And because we all come from Africa mm-hmm. and you want to give back. Well, give back by, you know, buying through Africa. Right. You know, so actually supporting, right. 
yeah, if you get to a donation, you don't know where it's actually going. Right. But I'm yeah. certain that a seamstress in Africa is going to make these clothes. Like, you know, you can see some of this here. This is not my actual design. This is someone I, I, I work as a stylist. Mm-hmm. But with but this is actual high-quality craftsmanship. Mm. You, know, so you can see the seams. You can see the handmanship. I mean, and the material is authentic Ankara. Mm-hmm. So it can take a lick and it keeps on ticking. It's not. Right. <laughs> right. And we also do blazers. I've done blazers. I've done custom shirts for men. Mm. Um, I've done, um, you know, so anything that you want made, you want a custom suit, you want to match your, with your, your boo thing, you and your boo thing. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> Going out outfits. <laughs> exactly. And they, so they carry the plus size. I feel like most plus size people should definitely do it because we struggle with getting good clothes that we right. know are going to fit us. Right. And these made to order every crook and penny that you have, that person can make this design for you. Absolutely. And they can fit like you might like like you might find like this one lady she ordered from me. She didn't like certain things. She's like, Oh, can you do this? Can you make it this way? So I just tweaked it for her. So it's like, you know, like I said, whatever you want, right. I can take my design that you saw that you really liked mm-hmm. as the base and then I can tweak it for you in production. Somebody say I'm on your website now. Yeah, I'm looking at all the designs. Yeah, I'll definitely have the link below uh for everybody watching on YouTube. So you guys can definitely check out her uh, her designs and uh, go to her page and get some stuff ordered, man. It looks really beautiful and really intricate. So, yeah, shout out yeah, to you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I think if anybody would just give us a chance, they would really love it. I don't know why people sometimes are scared to work with African designers, but they'll work with other people. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Give every mm-hmm. Give everybody a chance, you know? Sure. Um, because this is a legit economy that produces my clothes um, for me. They've been in company business for six years. Mm-hmm. Some affiliates with them have been, even been on Shark Team. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, a mom and pop thing, but they do employ mm-hmm. uh, Nigerian. Or it's a Nigerian company, mm-hmm. but Nigerian seamstress in Nigerian fabrics and mm-hmm. other African fabrics as well. Oh, okay. Like well, Dope, 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 dope. Yes. How long have you been a designer? You're just a woman of many skills. How long have you been designing? <laughs> I've been a designer since last year, August. I, I, I launched my first collection and I'm about to launch another collection mm. next week. We're doing a photo shoot. Um, yeah, in Chicago, here in Chicago. So, um, yeah, I, I am a designer and I had some pieces to even show at Chicago Fashion Week because mm-hmm. my parent company was was headlining there. So I put some pieces in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get myself out there. Like I said, you know, people knew me as the lady with the big booty and hips. Then they knew me <laughs> the lady that do the big booty and hips, but she do poetry too. Uh-huh. Then they knew now they're trying to find like, okay, okay, she's also a model because I did uh-huh. some viral videos for some modeling ages like three or four million views mm. on certain th- and then they say well, okay now she's a model now what you do with that <laughs> I, I wrote a novel too go ahead you entrepreneur woman of many skills go ahead go ahead multifaceted <laughs> i love it <laughs> sometimes it kind of makes me feel like what do i do now what should i do with my talents but you know if you have a talent you got to use it absolutely other people they still hold back their talent saying well i don't have no money or i ain't nobody but even if you touch one person's life with your talent right 
I mean, who says you didn't wasn't supposed to do that? I mean, there's this famous scripture in the Bible where this uh, prophetess, her name was Anna, and her husband had passed, and she was at the temple praying for like 20 years just because she was a widow. Mm-hmm. And she comes, and the baby Jesus comes, and she's the rabbi that blesses the baby Jesus mm. and the prophetic word. Mm. So I always looked at that um, parable, or that story as an inspiration as, yeah, imagine she hadn't been there praying for 20 years. Right. Imagine had she not done the one thing she was called to do. Mm. And just because she was like, oh, anybody's seeing me pray. I ain't making no money off of this. Mm. I don't have no value doing this. My husband's gone. Why did God take my husband away? Like, instead of like thinking all that negative stuff, she just took her lemons, made lemonade, and now she made something great out of her life. Mm. We don't know the impact of our lives. And we can't say that any small venture or any dream that we have by not pursuing it, we don't know if who we're holding back and what connections and things that may come. So many times people are just looking at the short-sightedness and they want the immediate return, but the return may be greater than you realize if you touch a life, if you get someone to do greater things than yourself, Mm -hmm. you met someone and now they become a multimillionaire. And you'd be like, well, I didn't become one, but hey, I helped them. Right. <laughs> no, but, you know, and then all the jobs they create and all the people right. they connect. I mean, so mm. you're still helping. You just didn't do it. You didn't get your name on the plaque. Right, but, right. But you still but, got somebody there. Yeah, you did a legacy. Your legacy is greater than yourself. Mm. And it's much more, it's much more important to know you have a meaning or worth outside of how many followers or how much money you got out of it Mm. you have a meaning and worth even if you just go and do it at your little church choir or go outside and sell you some clothes on the side of the world bro like you have meaning and worth to someone Mm. that's deep so is that what what your mind is right now for you because you keep you talking about legacy like it seemed like that's for you right now because you're talking about having the followers and that is, that, is that where you're headed for yourself? You want to really focus on what you leave behind and for people? That's, That's why I do what I do, what I leave behind for people, yeah. Mm. I'm happy to mm. help other people. If I don't, if you help one person, you right. know, you can't. And I've gotten frustrated with my page when I put some deep stuff and somebody might be like, nice hips. I'll be like, That's <laughs> <laughs> it is. But then I thought about, you know, maybe that is enough. I mean, maybe for him, seeing a beautiful woman in nice hips and yet she's soft-spoken mm-hmm. or she's poetic, maybe that might help him say, you know, I like women with big hips. I always thought they'll be ghetto. Maybe they're not. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they are educated, you know, right. mm-hmm. and sophisticated and of class. You know, mm-hmm. they're not always just a big booty girl, you know. There's nothing wrong with that either, but, mm-hmm. you know, the whole point of just keeping people in one box. And so, you know, I just feel like, you know, that's what I feel all our lives are. We leave legacies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw somebody that was a digital influencer. I'm not going to name names. Mm-hmm. And they left a legacy. They just passed on. I mean, their legacy is greater than themselves, whether it's controversial or not, mm-hmm. whether people hated them or not. Right. <laughs> uh, that was a legacy that he, that person left. Absolutely. I mean, it was to me, it wasn't a legacy I was fully with one, mm-hmm. but... Because that was they fully, still... huh? No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But it's still a legacy, regardless right. of whether I, 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 you know, like it or not, or like everything he said or not. He still was a legacy. He did an impact 
on millions of people at one time. His life, even at his end, he was able to go out with a bright light, you know? So I feel like that's the way to go, like to be a Maya Angelou or to be mm. someone left a legacy on the earth that of love is my goal. Not Absolutely. one of, not one where people are like, oh, I'm glad you, glad you gone. Like, I don't <laughs> like <laughs> TikTok, the, the, the queen is, no, I don't want none of that. Right, right. I got you. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah, to me, that's not a good. I mean, that's not probably the legacy that you would want. Right, right, right. That'd be horrible. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> like, I'm glad you go. Like, thank goodness <laughs> they dancing because you're going. Like, no, that's not the legacy we're trying to live. So, so my mm-hmm. no, I was just saying. I think you were about to just talk about my next question. I said, what kind of legacy would you want to leave? You're doing. A- I want one of a person that tried it all succeeded in most mm-hmm. and helped me wow. that's deep that's deep <laughs> that is definitely deep oh, oh. one of my babies in my class she say miss i think you're gonna become the next my angel i say i receive it <laughs> <laughs> you'll take it <laughs> huh <laughs> I met my Angelo too, which was so funny. I met a lot of celebrities in my life. Oh, that's dope. for some reason. I'm telling you, like, and people that I met that was nobody, not a multi-millionaire. So I believe Go that ahead. it can happen to me. <laughs> but yeah, I see, I see you gonna be the next my Angelo. <laughs> I mean, I say, oh, thank you. Speaking into existence, yes, speaking man. into my life, baby girl. <laughs> But yeah, so I definitely <laughs> that would be my legacy to be a by Angela. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. That was to say to the universe or to God, which I don't believe in God, but I say if I would say to God, hey, I need something to happen. <laughs> next my Angelo. <laughs> Go ahead, dear. Heck you we gotta speak it into existence, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You on the right path, you're doing everything else. You got the poetry, you got the the, the meaningful words, everything that you post, so absolutely. You more yeah, than we got it. Well, hey, yeah. Before we get out of here, I definitely want to, if you if you can, give just bless us with a little bit of a uh, little bit of poetry. Uh, okay, you, you know I here. do freestyle poetry, so okay. you can give me a topic. I freestyle. I haven't done it in so long. Uh-huh. I feel like I need to get back to doing that on my page too. Um, you give me a topic and I freestyle it. That's okay. what I do. Give me a couple bars on, um, let's see. Give me a couple on, let's just, let's do love. Is love too vague or is love, you need something more specific? I mean, everyone loves love, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so we can do it. Okay, How, well, you need a time limit or are you just going to go until you feel satisfied? I, I won't talk too long. I can talk a lot. Okay, but okay. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, but just give me a countdown. Just give me a countdown. Okay, we'll do from five. Five. Four, three, two, one. They say love should be everywhere, but actually it feels like it's in short supply because every time we want to mind love, love seems sometimes to be divided between I try, I can, but it did not succeed. Oftentimes we're thinking that love is something that will not give us peace it will often be there just to cause us to grieve but if we realize love is actually making us succeed not so much that the relationship didn't end but that in the relationship you began to understand a new experience 
a new version of yourself. Love is not in your life to make you have the wealth of just someone to cuddle with or someone to sleep late night with. It's more about what it does for the wealth and health of your character in the end. What did you learn in that relationship is the truest thing that love has done is an umbrella of understanding that seems as if even if the one you love has begun to shun, understand a lesson from you, it did not run for love had come to show you who you are meant to be, even if the love ended tragically. Hmm. That was deep. <laughs> that was so good. That was so good. Good love. <laughs> I wish I had a, a choir behind me, but uh, um, we got about a minute left on here uh, before this little thing, I guess, shuts me out of here. But <laughs> I just want to say, yo, I really appreciated you coming on. You were super deep, super thoughtful, and uh, yeah, I really, I really appreciate you. So thank you, ma'am. Thank you, thank you, Shawana, aka S- S- Epiphany. I was about to call you Epiphany. Epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i need to come up with something like that like a shopping or something but yeah my name is so I, I know I said, yeah everybody says she wanted but it's shy wanna. shy wanna okay all right let me get you know right. I'm a, shy I, 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 mamas didn't worry about the phonies they just made up a name <laughs> i got you well, but, hey. no, but i really appreciate you for allowing me to come and i really enjoyed this interview and uh, i was so busy today but i'm so glad that i was able to meet with you and it was such a dope experience and let's touch an agreement for the benefit of both my life and your life and our listeners lives Absolutely. as they watch this that they themselves can manifest their dreams we all can because yes. this world is abundant that's what yes. that's my lesson this week yes. stop saying scarcity abundance is here for all of us yes. we can all <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Yes, ma'am. <laughs>